Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. With that said, let's get on on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Guys, two new high severity flaws have been found in OpenSSL that cause, that can cause, let's be very specific, your web servers to straight out crash. And as a result, anyone with a single stinking machine can take down your entire fleet of servers with a tiny bit of a malicious TLS handshake. Let's jump into it and see what's the damage on this. People start comparing this uh, to, to 2014 Heartbleed. Let's see if that's worth the comparison. This is this is serious stuff. Let's jump into it, guys. And this is the Back in Engineering show with your host, Hussein Nasser. Let's just jump into it. Guys, so back a few years back, when I see OpenSSL, people talk so confidently about OpenSSL. I gotta be honest. I didn't understand what that thing does. And now that I do, I'd like to kind of start explaining that because I'm pretty sure a lot of people sees this, but I don't understand what, what this thing really is. So guys, for to perform uh, the TLS handshake, you need a lot of cryptographic algorithms. You need, you need to know how to perform EAS, right? AES. You need to know how to perform Diffie-Hillman. It's all math complex math algorithm you need to you need to specify different bit key sizes you need to know how to generate certificates you need to know how to validate these certificate chains right it's like okay is, is this thing valid is your parent valid is your certificate thing authority valid is the parent of that certificate authority that certificate authority valid is the root valid and there are so complicated rules to validate this certificate that's just that's just a knowledge c by itself going through all these paths it's not just straight up you can go sideways and you can have multiple patent certificate authority so it's very complex so you can choose if you want to spin up a new web server like say build your own web server you can choose to write your own algorithms to do all that stuff but who has time to do all that stuff Here's where a library that does all these crypto algorithms become useful. Meet OpenSSL. That's just one library. There is another library called LibreSSL. But nobody writes their own uh, crypto algorithm. They always use this stuff to perform TLS handshake, right? 
curl is an example. Curl actually can be built by either with OpenSSL or with LibreSSL or other uh, based on the operating system. So now we know now that there are a lot of softwares there that uses a library that is called OpenSSL to perform this operation. Now that we know what, uh, what uh, why OpenSSL exists and why you can see the spread, where does it exist? It exists everywhere. It's everywhere that makes it a target and since because it's written in c the null pointer errors right anyone can go through the source code and find the flaws if they are patient they can that's what security researchers do they go through the source code and say okay here's a path where we can break it and they actually try and they break it and here's the how they find it I'm really glad that it's not a zero-day attack, and instead it's actually found and reported by responsibly by security researchers. But nevertheless, it's found, and it's dangerous stuff. And they found two. So the first one, let's read through this article a little bit. I'm going to reference it below, guys, if you're interested. And let's credit the author. Who's the author? Dan Godin, the author. Thank you so much. Very well-written article. Let's read through this part. And let's discuss. This is the first one. A denial of service bug squashed. On Thursday, OpenSSL maintainers disclosed and patched a vulnerability that causes, that causes servers to crash when they receive a maliciously crafted request from an unauthenticated end user. CVE 2021-3449 as the denial of service vulnerability is tracked is the result of a null pointer dereference bug. Cryptographic engineer Flippo Valsordara on Twitter said that the flaw could have probably been discovered earlier than now. Of course, any bug can be discovered previously, but it wasn't until it's this, right? So uh, Flippo is really good to follow if you're interested in that stuff. So he, he mentioned, uh, he talked about these books. So let's talk about this first bug. So this bug, guys, happens during a renegotiation of the client hello and the client hello is the first handshake that you send from the client to the server to to produce uh your ciphers say hey i support this stuff here's my extensions here's all the jazz and there is we talked about tls guys check out this video if you want to learn more about tls in general i have a whole playlist of tls so much stuff so there is a path called renegotiation and renegotiation can happen after you finish your handshake you can do a renegotiation of the TLS in these two conditions that I'm aware of the first condition is first of all uh, you are not happy as a client with the ciphers that have been negotiated and you want to renegotiate right and you don't want to destroy the TCP connection. You just want to renegotiate the LS on the top of the existing TCP connection. That's the renegotiation. The second part is when the session has expired, the TLS session in the uh, layer six or seven, I forgot what's layer is session layer. When that is expired, then you want to renegotiate essentially. And that is a terrible idea because renegotiation is a feature and what did I say? I always say in this channel, as a backend engineer, guys, the more features you have, the more security uh, vulnerabilities you're going to add to your software. It's by design. More features equal more bugs, equal more vulnerabilities. So this feature 
is, if you think about it, is completely useless, especially with Quake recently. We don't need, we don't need it. Just like destroy the whole thing and reconnect because we can do a session resumption in TLS 1.3 much quicker. So in TLS 1.3, there is no concept of renegotiation at all. It just exists in TLS 1.2. Just another reason to ditch TLS 1.2 if you have that. Just dish it. Move to TLS 1.3. One beautiful handshake. Faster, obviously, all that jazz. So what the, what the bug here is, they, they go through the path in OpenSSL for the renegotiation aspect and inserts... And, and, and inserts a special extension called Signature Algorithm Cert, which was unexpected on the back end. And obviously, the back end, the application will pass everything as is to OpenSSL. And OpenSSL will just freaks out because it sees that specific extension and says, Oh, what the hell is this? Well, and it finds an null pointer. And when you dereference that null pointer, you try to access a memory that's null, you get an error. And not error, you crash. And when C crash, anything that is referencing on top is just like a sequence, right? It will be like a stack overflow, not over, as a stack trace until you crash the whole application. Once you crash, when you find that, that's why OpenSSL bugs and crashes are, are the worst. Because one tiny client can crash you and you crash the whole process. If I do it over and over again, that's a denial of service. Denial of service doesn't have to be happen with millions of clients you can one user can bring your entire stack down so that's the first bug let's talk about the second bug let's really throw this a little bit in and discuss the second bug is called certificate verification so that we discussed like one of the meaningful uses of OpenSSL at the client side is certificate verification. You just received a beautiful certificate from the server. You want to verify that it's valid. How do you do that? Well, you have to check the, first of all, you have to check the, uh, the digital signature algorithm, the HMAC algorithm used. Use that against the signature that is used in the certificate and then hash everything, do all that magic of the certificate HMAC and then find that make sure that the certificate is valid. And then you have to do the same thing for the parent, for the certificate authority. And you have to go to for its parent, its parent, until you find the root, you check if the root is exist in the, in the root certificate in your browser history or your default cert store, certificate store in your client application. And when I say application here, I'm, I'm talking about browsers. Most browsers don't use OpenSSL, right? But you can, as an example, take that. Your app your android app your your c sharp app that ha has to be tls your go that happens to use a tls library that happened to you open you don't know what things we use open you'll be surprised a lot of client libraries just use open in the background and you just don't know it so if you do then pay attention to that so what happened here is if there is a malicious server right uh, let's say, even a, either a malicious server or a man-in-the-middle attack that happened between you as a legitimate client and a legitimate server. Let's say you're going to Google and I intercepted your traffic and I changed it and I served my own certificate because I cannot, as a man-in-the-middle, I cannot, I cannot find the certificate for the server. It's behind a private key, right? Can't, can't claim I'm Google, but I can 
uh, create a self-signed certificate, for example, claim it's for google.com, but nobody's going to trust it. But here's where this bug lies down really nice. If you set this flag that's called X509 V flag, X509 strict flag, somehow, not going to go through the details because I don't know the details, to be honest. If you manage to set that flag, then the OpenSSL bug will be triggered and it will bypass the certificate verification and will return to the application that this certificate is valid despite it being not. Very dangerous stuff, obviously. So anyone who did a, a man-in-the-middle attack can intercept your traffic, can serve you their own version of google.com or your bank, right? Let's, let's go more dangerous stuff. And then uh, you don't, you will, even if you go to the, you, you would see, it says Bank of America, you click on the certificate and it's, it will say Bank of America, but it will say essentially self-signed, right? But the, but I guess the browser in this case is, doesn't use OpenSSL. I guess Chrome uses OpenSSL, so it will need to be patched for this. But if your application will not throw an error in this case, let's say you're building a game and your game uses OpenSSL, if someone intercepted your your server traffic and served you their own certificate claiming to be to be your server, that's dangerous stuff right there. So guys, you might say, Hussein, what should I do now? What should I do? Let's read through this. OpenSSL version 111H and newer are vulnerable. That's a weird versioning. I've never seen this letter. I mean, guys, yeah, I've never seen this before. There's a letter in OpenSSL, 1.1.1H, and newer are vulnerable. OpenSSL 102 is not impacted by this issue. Akami researchers Zhang Ding and Benjamin Kudak discovered and reported the bug, res uh, respectively. It was patched by Thomas uh, Maraz, a software developer who contracts with OpenSSL software services. Apps that use vulnerable OpenSSL version should upgrade to OpenSSL 111K, guys, as soon as possible. So, so this is a message for all of you guys. Check your web servers, check your applications, make sure if you're using OpenSSL, and, and I'm pretty sure curl now will release uh, maybe an update to, to update these clients and then I'm not really sure about this thing because I, I know these are separated. I need Daniel's help here because I don't understand the, the release cycle of curl. Does curl comes with OpenSSL or does it does it really inherit it from your from your operating system? Because I know my Mac have OpenSSL in it. So I need to update that myself. I, I think I'm responsible for it, not the application. And this might go with uh, with your own uh, server. So if you have you have some VMs lying around there's OpenSSL installed them, update the latest. Just install the latest OpenSSL 111K. That's the latest one. While you're at it, upgrade from 1.2 to 1.3, latest and greatest. Let's not start using 1.2. I know 1.2 is uh, is secure. It's not nobody's saying that, but we know that it's slower. There's an extra handshake there, right? There is an extra trip. And there are some security ciphers that are kind of shady, right? Steelers 
limits those, right? I know there's always SSS labs to check, SSL labs to check your certificate, your, your score and all that stuff. But guys, what do you think about this? Do you think this compares to uh, Heartbleed? I don't think it's that dangerous, to be honest, because, yeah, you can crash. It's not like as dangerous as Heartbleed. Heartbleed, Heartbleed, man, 2014. That thing is way more dangerous because if someone recorded conversations and they are encrypted, once this private key is leaked and we didn't have perfect forward secrecy back then, right? I talked about perfect forward secrecy. Just Google that on YouTube that you'll find my video there. That makes it even worse. Right? Thank God for Diffie-Hellman now that we have ephemeral keys that just just thrown away after each session we get just a brand new keys so they even if they store it it's useless right because it's gonna it's gonna generate a new key every time but a private key is a static <laughs> it does not change for for a year i mean um uh, uh the browsers are, are fighting this war where they i think they make it up to a year you cannot make it more than a year uh the the certificate how uh, much has been expired and you have to renew it and then when you renew it i don't know if you like supply a new public key i believe you should i might be wrong there but yeah yeah i think you can reuse the same key but in general just it's recycling the keys is, is always a good idea but uh Man, Heartbleed was really, really dangerous because, yeah, because you can see what people are saying online, what you, you actually decrypted. Yeah, here you can actually do a DDoS, bring the server down, but eh, once we patch it, nah. But Heartbleed, once you patched it, yeah, it's still, if you, I leaked your private, so I, I already listened to all your stuff and I exposed everything, man. I guess it's more dangerous. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comment section below. I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.